Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Author on Wheels podcast. I'm your host, John Wood, author of A Fight to Survive, and we are finally getting ready to kick off Season 4, Episode 5 of our podcast with an incredible interview with my friend Leon Von Berkel. So grab a drink, pull up a chair, and get ready for the Author on Wheels podcast. Leon von Berkel was born in the Netherlands in 1986. From the moment she was able to read and write, she has done both these things passionately. She loved nothing better at school than the opportunity to write stories. She wrote her first picture books around age 8, fan fiction of The Care Bears, and her first novel at age 12, a horror story about a teacher who mutilated his pupils with a chainsaw, co-authored with her best friend Joyce. After her A-levels, Leon went on to university to study English language and culture, as well as linguistics. She obtained a master's degree in both and a PhD in linguistics. She has also worked as a teacher and postdoctoral researcher at two universities. Leon is currently on disability due to having ME, aka chronic fatigue syndrome. She still tries to paint, crochet, and draw as much as she can, and she loves to visit the library when she has the energy to do so. Join us for this interview with Leon von Berkel. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Author on Wheels podcast. I'm your host, John Wood, author of A Fight Survive. Today, we are kicking off season four, five of the podcast with an incredible interview with me. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. I was so honoured when you asked me to join you on your podcast. So thanks very much. The mission of this podcast is allow people to tell their story any way they possibly can. Mm-hmm. I've had people from walks of life. I've had disabled. I've had disabled. I've had so, so denominational, multi, and it's an honor and a blessing to be able to have. Let's go ahead and lead off into our first question. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, including what led you to writing. Okay, so I, um, what I can tell about myself first is I live in the Netherlands and I am 37 years old. Um, you said book titles. Well, I haven't actually published any books yet. I have some book chapters and journal articles, which are all nonfiction. Uh, they're scientific articles and book chapters. Uh, but I am writing several uh, books. Among One of them is a uh, fantasy novel, uh, which doesn't really have a title yet. It I well, I say novel. It's a novel series, actually. I'm at book five, um, so that story just started to happen, and then I had to write it down. And suddenly, I was at two hundred and sixty thousand words, and I thought, "Hmm, this is going to be a very long book. Let me cut it into two books at around two hundred and thirty thousand words," and then. Well, it kept on happening, <laughs> so I'm in, 
summer at book five now, uh, although I haven't been able to work on that uh, series for quite some time because I am uh, disabled and I haven't had the energy to uh, do some actual writing on this, my favourite series. Um, I have M.E., uh, I'm going to try and pronounce the full name, but I actually have never heard it said, so I have no idea if I'm even saying it correctly. Uh, it's myalgic uh, encephalomyelitis, um, which is basically chronic fatigue syndrome, which is a lot easier to pronounce. Um, Very so. Let me see. <laughs> yes, it's much easier. And, um, well, it's been pretty bad lately uh, for about six, seven months or so. Uh, so I'm actually in a hospital bed right now uh, as we do this recording. And um, I have to use a wheelchair when I go out, pushed by my husband, or I use a mobility scooter. So very, very low in energy right now. But I hope that this will um, get better. Uh, I am uh, getting some treatment, which will hopefully uh, help me regain a bit of my energy. Uh, but this uh, illness cannot be cured, so I'll never go back to what used to be normal for me. Um, but I do hope to be able to um, start writing again soon. And uh, the day before yesterday, I was working a bit on a little uh, children's book. I also really like drawing, and uh, I have developed a few um, children's picture books, uh, which I illustrate myself, which is also a lot of fun to do. And, um, yeah. Arian. Yes. Thank you. Oh, yes. Oh. And perhaps um, I can also add I may live in the Netherlands and I am Dutch, um, but I studied English, which, as you can probably hear, included pronunciation classes. Uh, so that is where I got my British accent. I've never actually lived there or even been there for more than two weeks. So, yeah. That, that is very yes, incredible. I worked, I worked very, very hard on that. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> for years. So, yeah. Wow. What would you say fuels your passion for um, all the things you do? I put writing, but for in your case, it would be, you know, uh, putting together those books or crochet that you put yourself what would you say fuels your passion for that well I have to say I'm not really sure I just have to create stuff and if I cannot write I have to uh, draw or paint or crochet I have to make things and design things so I learned to crochet about a year and a half ago, and after a, f a month or two, I felt like now I really want to design something myself. I just had to design it instead of just following a pattern. And um, 
doing what someone else had designed. I had to make my own things. And that's something that I think I've always had from the moment that I was able to read and write. I had to make up stories. And once I could hold a pen or a, a marker or whatever, I had to draw things. I just, yeah, I have this innate passion for creating things. You have to understand them. No, we have that drive where we can either be creative or be as creative as our big toe. Call it. Yes. You know, you have to have that. <laughs> yeah. You have to have that extra oomph to out there test test the waters. So, if can I be genre or in this aspect or down this avenue? So, yes, I completely get exactly. it. Thank you. I'm the same kind of person. If I'm not writing you know, podcasts or I'm, you know, doing art, I'm doing or, you know, all these different things, cooking in this case, I also cook. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you have to explore the avenues that are available to you and that you feel yes. that you could excel at. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. What advice do those who possibly want to be creative but are having trouble finding their avenue getting themselves to be creative? I think, um, well, talking about writing first, because that's uh, what I have yeah. been thinking about the most. Um, I would say... Um, you have to read a lot, and if you really want to write something, you just you, you do really have to sit down and write. It sounds so simple, and it's really hard to do in practice. Um, but to me, I, I always think of writing and, of course, other creative activities as something like uh, training your muscles. So it's kind of like a writing muscle as I uh, also refer to it to my students. Um, It's if you do not go to the gym regularly uh, to, to train your biceps, then those biceps will weaken. If you go once a Uh week, then you, you strengthen those biceps, but if you go every day, you strengthen those biceps even more and even better. And that's what is also needed for writing. Uh, you have to keep on practicing. It doesn't have to be uh, writing on your big main work all the time. But if you don't do it every day, your skills will slacken. Um, so if you want to start writing, it's a good idea to, to start small but to do it every day or at least every weekday, for example, at a set time that works for you for like maybe five or ten minutes. That's a small thing. Or even if that's too much, one sentence. Just one sentence, that's it. Then you're done. You've reached your goal for that day. And if you start with those very small steps, you'll find yourself getting into a flow. And once you're into that flow, your brain will be trained, your writing muscles will be trained to uh, 
um, once you sit in that spot where you're always right, and it's that time of day where you're always right, the, the muse will be there. Your inspiration will be there at that time. And um, that is going to be really helpful to be creative at that particular time. Um, so yes, that's the first thing for people who want to who want to start. And I also think it's really important to to read um, books or blogs on writing, also to listen to podcasts like this one, to get ideas from other writers and hear from them how they work and what they do to um, to get those creative muscles going. Um, and of course, they also read a lot. They all say read a lot and write a lot. Um, but you have to find something that works for you yourself. I don't know what your um, schedule is, but for me, when I still have the energy to write, I would have um, an hour set every day after breakfast, and that was my writing spot. And I, I also always wrote in the same location as well, which also really helped me. Um, and that was my time of day to write. And that was when my muse knew, okay, I can be here now. And it took a little while to, to, to train my muse, so to say. Um, and sometimes I still sat there looking at a blank screen and not getting out very many words. Um, especially if I really wanted to write on my main project and that wasn't going. But when, whenever I hit one of those things, one of those writing blocks, I would just open another document and start, uh, start writing about what I was doing at that time, which was not writing. So I would start writing, I hate that I'm not writing, I hate that it's not going well. And once I started those sentences, the rest started to flow and then I would usually actually write myself out of my writer's block. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's kind of like an advice for starting writers. Um, and also uh, to be kind to yourself. Uh, the point of that is, uh, I mean, what I want to say with that is your first draft is going to be shit. It's going to be absolute crap. That's why it's there. Because it is a first draft. No one is ever going to read it. So just write badly, write poorly. It doesn't matter. No one's ever going to read it. And there are actually very good exercises for that to be found online. To just write for 10 minutes on whatever topic they have for the prompt. And it's going to be bad, and that's okay. But those kinds of exercises can also help you get started. To so just write about the stars in the sky, for example. I also did some of those exercises with uh, my students. Um, I was teaching them uh, academic writing, actually. But even that can be really daunting. And then in my classes, I would have my students just write for 10 minutes on a silly prompt and um, most of them really found it very helpful to to learn from that to just start uh, working on their um, 
academic writing exercise. Um, yeah. So, oh, and also, um, as an example, at least for my academic writing, uh, when I submit an article to, uh, to an academic journal, that's about draft 11. So, you, you know, don't try to get it right on the first draft. No one gets it right on the first draft. That's impossible. So be aware of the fact that you will have to edit. And that way, it also doesn't matter if your first draft is really bad, because you're going to change it anyway. So, yeah, I think that's the advice I have for people who are interested in writing. Blew my mind. Oh, that really? Blew my mind. I honestly, I here for that whole time. Open dumbstruck at perfectly word that was like, oh my god, exactly what we've been saying for a long time. People that I their books, your first draft, yes, is mm -hmm. going to be complete shit. And you have to get over the fact right seller in a day, you know? Exactly. It's that's so really be... impossible. Wow. Okay. Um to round this out. Contact work. Um, or well, to learn more about to contact me. The best way to contact me and learn more about me is actually on Facebook. Um, I do have a website as well, but that's all in Dutch. So for those of you who do not speak Dutch, uh, it's better to go to Facebook because that's all. Uh, most of it is in English. Um, so I can say the name I have on my uh, Facebook, but I'm not sure if that will make much sense to everyone uh, not knowing how it's spelled. But I believe you are going to add the spelling um, in the introduction that's written. So on Facebook, my name is uh, Liam van Berkel Auteur, which is uh, the, uh, just my, my full name ending with author in Dutch. Um, and uh, if you want to contact me there, uh, my page does have a, a messenger button. Uh, so you can just press that and messenger me through Facebook. And well, my website uh, is also just my name.nl, so leontonberkel.nl. Uh, so people can contact me there. And that's, yeah, that's the best way to get in touch with me. And like I was about to say, all of that will be listed in the episode notes at the end of this episode. That being said, that is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd like to thank our guest, Leon Van, for joining us on the Author on Wheels podcast. Before I go, I'd like to pose a question. How are you telling your story? We all have a story to tell. It's up to us and our unique world. As I always say, 
always a story. As I always say, a story as good as the person telling it. Said, thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today and sitting with me on. You're very okay. welcome, and thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you very much. Very soon, we will. All right. Certainly, I look forward to it. See you all soon.